Hey, you are listening to Medica Talks, which brings to you all the exclusive healthcare industry news, views and opinions from across the world. Hello listeners, welcome to another podcast from Medica Bazaar for patients, caregivers and healthcare professionals. Today, we will talk about the issues related to chronic renal disease, also popularly known as chronic renal failure faced by Indian population with an expert clinician, Dr. Ajay Kher. He is one of the India's renowned nephrologists with 20 years of experience. Currently, he is working as a clinical director, senior nephrologist and general physician at Epitome Kidney Urology Institute. His current focus is to provide high-quality, evidence-based outpatient care to patients in India. What is the function of kidney in our body? The major role of kidney is to filter waste product and excess fluid and to get rid of that from the body. Uh, the kidney also uh, makes hormones uh, that help the body make blood called erythropoietin and also helps to control and manage uh, the strength of the bones uh, which uh, includes uh, calcium, phosphorus and hormones like vitamin D. What are the risk factors for kidney disease? Uh, there are two main risk factors for kidney disease uh, diabetes or high blood sugar or uh, high blood pressure uh, in addition uh, there are other medical conditions which can uh, damage the kidney uh, which include some autoimmune diseases which is where your own body attacks uh, your body and so these diseases can be like lupus or rheumatoid arthritis or sjogrens Uh, and additional uh, diseases which could be genetic uh, like polycystic kidney disease uh, these can also impact the kidney also if there are other uh, issues uh, like uh, kidney disease or high risk factors uh, then medicines like uh, pain medicines like non steroidals which includes brufen or diclofenac Uh, they can also damage kidneys uh, in the setting of a high risk uh, person how can i know if i have kidney disease unfortunately kidney disease can be a silent disease um people only get symptoms once the kidney function gets below 15 or 20% so someone can go from 100% to 15 20% and not have any symptoms hence it is very important that uh, everyone gets checked for blood pressure uh, kidney function with basic blood tests and urine tests to assess if they have any kidney disease uh, especially if you have high risk factors which would be that if you have diabetes or you have high blood pressure or if you have family history of kidney disease then it is very important that you at least get a blood pressure check urine test and a kidney function test at least once a year uh, or more frequently depending on uh, your condition what are the different kinds of kidney disease uh there are two main groups uh, of kidney diseases one is acute kidney injury in which uh, previously the kidney function was normal and something new uh, happens that causes the kidney function to deteriorate or go down uh and usually if uh it is something that is identified and treated uh the kidney function should recover and can go back to normal as well another group of diseases is chronic kidney disease in which the kidney disease increases slowly over time over months and years 
and uh, that damage uh, can be progressive meaning it continues to get worse and uh, can then lead to uh, late stages of kidney disease in which case uh, the only treatment options then uh, would be dialysis or transplant how do i manage kidney disease so if you have kidney disease it is important to uh, follow up with a nephrologist and uh, get evaluated for the cause of kidney disease the current status of kidney disease and then based on uh, this evaluation uh, there are treatment strategies and medicines that are available to try and slow down the rate at which kidney disease or kidney damage is taking place uh, there may not be something that can cure or get the kidney function back to normal for those who have chronic kidney disease but we can definitely slow the rate at which kidney damage is taking place and uh, help to uh, maintain kidney function for long uh, number of months and years what are the symptoms of kidney disease uh, once a uh, chronic kidney disease happens and uh, the kidney function is low in the 5 to 10% then there can be symptoms like nausea or feeling like you want to vomit vomiting itself poor appetite not wanting to eat weakness swelling in the legs or around the eyes itching muscle cramps uh, as well as uh, anemia which is low hemoglobin uh, those can be symptoms for uh, kidney disease other symptoms can be uh, sleepiness or having a altered sleep cycle or uh, feeling like uh, you can't concentrate uh, and have uh, loss of concentration capacity as well what are the keys to living with chronic kidney disease uh three to four things are critical in managing chronic kidney disease first is good nutrition uh making sure that you are not malnourished and have good uh diet and good nutrition second is good exercise uh this is also critical in uh keeping you healthy while uh, living with chronic kidney disease third is good sugar and good blood pressure control and the fourth is regular follow up with a nephrologist to ensure that uh the other medical issues that happen with kidney disease with regard to bone as well as hemoglobin are managed well while you have uh, chronic kidney disease if i have advanced chronic disease and have symptoms then what are the options so for someone who has chronic kidney disease at an advanced stage with kidney function that is less than 5 to 10% then there are three main options uh, for treatment the first one is transplant second one is a dialysis which can be peritoneal dialysis which is water dialysis or hemodialysis which is blood dialysis uh, we'll talk a little bit about that in, uh, in the next few minutes uh, and then the third one uh, especially for people who are elderly um, and uh, completely do not want to be on dialysis and are not candidates for transplant uh, is something where we focus on comfort and we plan uh, not to proceed uh, for dialysis or transplant when to go for transplant coming to transplant for most uh, people uh, this would be the best option so um, as it is uh, going to improve the quality of life as well as improve the quantity of life for most patients with kidney disease in addition the costs uh, associated with uh, kidney disease uh, on dialysis 
continue on a monthly basis for uh, the duration of uh, life and in comparison to that a kidney transplant will have a higher cost uh, right for the transplantation but after that the costs are lower so over a period of two years five years ten years the cost of transplantation is also lower compared to uh, staying on dialysis what is hemodialysis hemodialysis or blood dialysis is a kind of dialysis in which blood is taken out from the body cleaned by a machine and then the blood is returned to the patient which is now clean blood uh, this usually requires uh, some kind of access so access means a mechanism or a way for getting the blood out and back to the patient uh, usually this can be a catheter so these catheters can be temporary catheters or something called a fish uh, permacath uh, which is tunneled to decrease uh, the risk for uh, infection going to the patient another option is something called a fistula which is a surgical connection between the artery and the vein which then the vein becomes bigger and then we can put needles into the vein to get the blood uh, to go to the machine because in a fistula there is no artificial pipe or tube in the body the risk for infection is lower and long-term complications are lower and so uh, outcomes of dialysis patients with a successful fistula are much much better hence if someone is going to be on hemodialysis having a fistula uh, is a good option how do you live on hemodialysis nutrition next is good exercise uh, and third is good dialysis for good dialysis uh, usually you need to do dialysis three times a week at least four hours each uh, session and uh, you would want the blood flow or the flow of the pump to be at least 300 ml per minute or higher so that you get a good uh, cleaning of the blood in uh, the individual dialysis sessions that you are undergoing what is peritoneal dialysis peritoneal dialysis or water dialysis is another mechanism to do dialysis in this uh, there is a catheter or a pipe or a tube that goes into the abdomen uh, and we put water into the abdomen the water stays there for uh, depending on the method that we are using for 2 to 4 hours and then uh, it is drained out the water bathes uh, the body and the blood uh, is then cleaned by this clean water that is floating around uh, once the water has done the exchange and all the waste products have come into the water the water is drained out and new fresh clean water is put into the abdomen the advantage with peritoneal dialysis is that it can be done at home uh, the patient or patient's family member is trained on how to do uh, this dialysis and it predominantly involves keeping good hygiene when you do the exchange this would require about 30 minutes for one session and would be done two to four times a day another mechanism or method to do peritoneal dialysis is to have a cycler this is a machine that will you can connect to at night and uh, the machine will do the fluid in and out uh, over the 8 to 10 hours at night and then in the morning you can unhook yourself from the machine 
and your peritoneal dialysis is done for the day. The advantage with peritoneal dialysis is that it is being done every day. And so the diet restrictions and amount of fluid you can drink are lower compared to uh, hemodialysis because in hemodialysis, you're only doing dialysis three times a week and not every day. So the diet restrictions as well as flexibility in terms of time and duration is uh, more with peritoneal dialysis. Another key thing to remember is that either on peritoneal dialysis or on hemodialysis, you should have regular follow up with your nephrologist to ensure that the dialysis is going well, as well as other medical issues that need to be managed, uh, which include your weight, uh, swelling, edema, uh, blood pressure, anemia, bone disease, all of those are also being managed well while uh, your dialysis is going on. Hey listeners, I hope this podcast was beneficial for you. Don't forget to stay tuned with us for our next podcast session, where we bring to you all kinds of healthcare industry news, views and opinions from around the world.